Virginia's governor is encouraged to take immediate action to limit abortion. I'm Nick Ainelli. The Nets snap a nine-game losing streak before the All-Star break. And also the MLB draft. The Mystics get a win as well, 12 midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. Anger, disappointment, some disbelief. As families of children killed in the Uvalde school massacre see a lot of surveillance video and read the findings of a Texas legislative committee. Newly released body cam videos from the Uvalde Police Department shows officers staked down around Robb Elementary School. You can hear the shooter firing at officers and at least one officer expressing the need to get into the classroom where the gunman was holed up. We gotta get in there. Eventually, 376 officers, local, state, and federal, arrived on the scene. The investigation found they waited 77 minutes before moving in to take out the shooter. Elise Preston, CBS News. And today in Greenwood, Indiana. There's violence everywhere you turn and look around. It feels like you're not safe anywhere. She was in a shopping mall when a shooter opened fire in a food court, killing three, wounding two more before an armed bystander shot and killed him. On and off, Trump advisor Steve Bannon goes on trial in Washington Monday for contempt of Congress, failing to cooperate with that committee investigating the pro-Trump riot of January 6th. That panel plans a public hearing Thursday night and wants some now notorious evidence from the secret service before then. Members of the committee say that we can expect more witness testimony and findings as it lays out minute by minute what former President Trump was or wasn't doing while the Capitol was under attack. Members also said that they expect an answer by Tuesday to a subpoena that they submitted to the secret service requesting missing text messages from January 5th and January 6th. Correspondent Skylar Henry. A senior Iranian official tells Al Jazeera Tehran is technically capable of making a nuclear bomb but hasn't yet decided whether to build it, Iran nuclear expert Joe Serencioni. This is a threat. This is a dangerous situation, but it is not a near-term threat. We have many ways we can stop Iran from getting a bomb, from diplomacy to military strikes. It's nothing we have to worry about immediately. Just back from the Mideast, President Biden spent a lot of time in Israel and Saudi Arabia discussing Iran and its weapons threat. Mr. Biden also spent time trying to get Saudi Arabia to pump more oil to lower gasoline prices here. Jared Bernstein's a White House economic advisor. This is a president who grew up in a family where issues like the price of gas, the price of food were kitchen table issues. He has dispatched his team to do everything we can to ease price pressures. It is his top uh, domestic economic priority. He was on CNN. By the way, AAA's gas price for an average gallon now 453 an update due in three hours two small planes collided today at north las vegas airport they each had two people aboard there were no survivors this is cbs news liberty mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need visit libertymutual.com to learn more 12.03 on Sunday or Monday morning, I should say. It's July 18, 2022, 76 in the nation's capital. Storms passing, some fog patches down to 70. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. The top local stories we're following at this hour. A domestic dispute in Springfield leaves a woman dead and Fairfax County Police on the hunt for her husband. Lieutenant Dan Spitali of Fairfax County Police. Officers were called to the 5200 block of Rolling Road. Uh, for an individual who was stabbed inside of a home. Uh, the individual, Jose Hernandez Mejia, he contacted a family member. He asked his family member to come to the scene. 
um, and explained to his family member that he had just stabbed his wife. Police say Mejia left in a 2016 black Honda with Virginia plates. They consider him to be armed and dangerous. There's more on Saturday night shooting near the wharf in D.C. One man is dead. Police investigating after two off-duty officers encountered a man pointing a gun right outside a restaurant. This was along Wharf Street near Sutton Square Street in Southwest around 9 o'clock Saturday night. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti. Clearly, this was a very brazen individual uh, to display a firearm in one of our uh, entertainment areas. Police, uh, Conti, I should say, says the two officers pulled their guns. Turns out only one of them fired their weapon. That officer now on administrative leave. 23-year-old Lazarus Wilson of Dumfries was killed. Police are working to figure out what or where he was pointing his gun. Conti also says another person suffered a non-life-threatening graze wound taken to hospital for treatment. It's 12.05 in Maryland. A change to handgun permit requirements has led to an uptick in gun sales. Here's WTOP's Melissa Howell. Maryland's requirement that anyone looking to buy a handgun provide good and substantial reason has been suspended. Governor Larry Hogan made the move following the Supreme Court's decision to strike down a similar New York law. The change has led to more local businesses seeing a jump in handgun sales and fingerprint appointments at the Frederick County Sheriff's Office, a requirement for anyone looking to get the handgun qualification license and a permit have increased. That's according to the Frederick News Post. They've had to extend hours to meet demand. The sheriff's office is now looking into ways to address backlog. Walk-ins are not accepted. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. In the final days before the Maryland primary on Tuesday, a political candidate is in hot water with the law. Here's WTOP's Ann Kramer. Harford County deputies started investigating back in the spring the complaint that a man was forcing a young girl at an adult bookstore to have sex with male customers. Earlier this month, detectives say when they interviewed Ryan White, who also goes by the name John McGreevy, they figured out he made up the story. The 54-year-old works at the bookstore where the alleged crime happened. Detectives say they never received a formal report, identified the man and girl, did interviews, and gathered digital evidence to determine that at no time were any sex acts going on as White had told them. John McGreevy is listed as a U.S. Senate candidate on the ballot for Tuesday's primary election. Harford County Sheriff Jeff Gaylor called White's actions shameful and says they were done to further his own political agenda. White's charged with filing a false report. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. Just ahead this morning after traffic and weather, there could be a long wait for final results in Tuesday's Maryland primary. It could be weeks long. It is 12.06. Here's a highlight from Sean Frazier, the federal chief security officer for Okta on the Zero Trust Cyber Exchange, presented by Kerasoft. So I think it's no accident that the identity is the first pillar of zero trust. If you think about, you know, where we are functionally with regards to attackers who are um, trying to get access to systems, a lot of the low-hanging fruit ends up living in our identity systems. Um, so it's one of the first things we've got to shore up and protect. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Zero Trust Cyber Exchange. The executive order on cybersecurity is a big step towards securing our nation through zero trust. It starts with identity, and Okta leads the way with a modern FedRAMP authorized identity cloud that supports NIST, CISA, and other zero trust standards. Okta centralizes identity and access, delivers strong multi-factor authentication, and integrates all your technologies with a vendor-neutral approach. Learn more at okta.com forward slash fedzerotrust. That's O-K-T-A dot com slash fedzerotrust. It's 12.07. I'm Mitchell Miller. And I'm Nick Ainelli. Friday mornings, Nick and I deliver the political insights you need to know before the primary elections in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Together, we have politics covered from the halls of Congress to the streets of your neighborhood. 
Hood from WTOP's Election Desk Newsletter takes you behind the headlines. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.